Welcome to the Manadrome Podcast with your host, Vale AI. I'm coming in decent. Yeah. No, it should be fine. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Yo ho ho! Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pirate Podcast. The R.I.B. That's what it sounded like. Yo ho hoes. Yo ho! What you have hoes? What's up, hoes? <laughs> oh lord! Oh, lord. welcome to the ho cast. The ho cast. Okay. Yeah, that's appropriate. I didn't know that we were pimps. That... I did not know that. Interesting. You can't have two on a podcast, though, right? Somebody has to be the ho. I was gonna say I don't know. I mean, if I think I would be the ho. <laughs> Uh, the more you know, I guess. The more you know. Alrighty, and as he drinks his venom, welcome to Manadrone. Oh, I hate. I, I'm really weird. I do not like cold drinks. Like like when it's like pop and stuff like that. Room temperature. Don't ask me why. I just don't like it cold. <laughs> so I'm Josh, by the way. Yeah, I'm Adam, and I'm weird. I know. Yep. Pretty much, uh, we have just been going through a backlog so far, so I'm actually pretty proud of us. Like, we're really sticking to it. I haven't touched Destiny at all. Like, I think I've done, like, two quests from the main season pass, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm over it. I'm done. I'll listen to Byfear and listen to the lore. I haven't played any multiplayer anything. I know, I uninstalled Call of Duty. It's like, we were going to record last week, and then Andrew decided that he didn't want to do it this week apparently he bailed right at the last minute so i'm not waiting for him anymore expect podcasts every week there we go i'm not waiting for any any of these extra guests anymore it's a waste of my time there we go well that's fine um pretty much so uh i finally finished the deathwing game and i also play warhammer yeah it's the warhammer deathwing it's kind of the best way to describe it is left for dead meets um warhammer 40k what's the latest one that came out the latest is it like Blood Tide or something? I don't remember what the name of it is. Oh my god! It's oh, Dark Tide. Dark, Dark Tide. Tide. That's what it is. That is pretty much a far superior, um, way better when it comes to like what Deathwing wanted to be. I was gonna say because that sounds like what what this game, this new game is, is what you're describing. Oh, dude, as that Deathwing. game's fun as crap, dude. Huh? It is genuinely fun. You should try it out. Yeah, but you, it's it's a four player co op though. Is it fun if you play solo? I mean, you can play solo, but you can play online. Just easily get a match. There's so many. People oh, there's that... there's dropping. There's okay. dropping. There's it's like just the same thing for like Left for Dead yeah. or Back for Blood. Yeah. I mean, needless to say, I got I played it not on my computer, but my buddy's computer because I just wanted to see how it played. Mm. Oh, dude. Oh, it, it's it's my mic is moving. I just don't want to touch it. Is that it swirls to the side? It's because the. Uh, cable is hanging like that. Yeah. If you wrap the cable around the back. Can I do that right now without making it a fuss? It's, it's spiking like crazy. Touche. Touche. <laughs> this chair's moving like crazy now. I like that chair, There we though. go. I really do like that chair. No, pretty much, though, like, Deathwing was something that just tr- had such a great idea back in the tooth. Um, I think it came out 2017 or 2018. You can play up with, like, two other people. And you're all space marines. You can have these decked out, like, weaponry abilities. Um, I went with the heavy machine gun. Now, it's not really a big surprise. And my one friend went with the hellfire gun, which pretty much, like, shoots, like, I I call I can't believe it's not mini napalm. Hmm. It's pretty cool. The the game had a lot of bugs and a lot of promise, and it just faltered on it, in my opinion. Even after being out that long, they never fixed anything with patches? Dude, I bought the the special edition. But well, that's what I'm saying, though. You you no. Oh. 
Because it on came the out in 2017. On the PC side, because I have it on the PC. I got it as a gift a while back ago. And then my friend gave it to me on the PlayStation. So I said, screw it. I got the PlayStation. I'm just going to play it. Man, dude, like, it's just... There's bugs after bugs after bugs. Huh. But I, I love the idea because it's, it's pretty much like Space Marines meets Left 4 Dead and treat it like the style of the movie Aliens. Sure. Isn't that what... So how does it differ from Fireteam Elite? Isn't that what that Aliens Fireteam Elite was? Was like Left 4 Dead Aliens? Oh, that one has way more like hordes of enemies that you can shoot like Left 4 Dead style. Uh. This one has a, a decent amount ever so often. The catch is that like, again this alien i think they're like the xenos i think it's called i don't really know all the alien species of the i know form. nothing about warhammer my a lot of my friends gave me like some of their books and i did not realize how many warhammer 40k books there are oh my lord there's so many and they're not small they're like thick hmm. he's telling me all about like the human side of all the different styles space marines there's ultramarines there's these one with the little knuckles on, like little fists and stuff like that. There's the red crows, dude. There's so Chaos many. Chaos Marines. Apparently, no, those are evil. Those are the. Oh, ones. okay. That is the one son who rebelled. Isn't that the name of the game though? Chaos Marine. No, that is the villains in the one Warhammer game that you were playing. Oh, okay. That's where I got it because I, I played like I don't know twenty minutes of that game. I actually genuinely love that for um, Space Marine it, game. It's, it's exactly what I thought it would be, where it's in increasingly more waves of enemies, and it's just, like, super repetitive. Mm, doesn't from what I've me. seen. It, 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 it's very reminiscent of, like, 2010, and that game came out in 2011, so that makes sense as to why it feels oh, like I it does. I had a blast playing that game, honest to God opinion. I really did. Uh, I mean, Space Marines was pretty much fun for me. Like, just the hordes, listening to the goblins, the, the orc commander space marine in a british accent i'm going why are you british aren't they all british no 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 no. the orc was british oh the main orc chieftain whatever he was he's pretty much like has like machinery all over his body it's kind of weird i'm just like how are you functioning and how do you pee yeah can you imagine do you pee oil that's the real question is is it it's a show that henry cavill's working on right that's why i'm all i'm playing all the 40 can't um well warhammer 40k games yeah um i am also touching inquisitor too i had that installed that dungeon crawler one i want to see if i can play that with a controller you can on on pc i want to see if it's got like pc mapping with yeah i get get that i get that no, I, I just, when I heard that Henry Cavill left The Witcher, which was, like, was like really sad, but now after seeing The Witcher's blood... Is he back for Superman or no? No. Because they keep going back and forth on it. There is so many weird rumors, and every single rumor that the, who they want to be Superman, it sounds terrible, and I will not watch it. Like, I just heard some, I it had to have been a troll post, but somebody on Twitter saying something about, yep, I'm back on Twitter, and by the way. I am <laughs> um, not... I, I just I got bored. I wanted to watch, I wanted something to do while I was at work. But anyway, uh, somebody on Twitter tweeted something about Henry Cavill Superman is going to be doing something in the Marvel's universe. Like, how the hell is there a crossover? What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. What there is rumors of there is a Superman like character well, in, they, they in the up- Marvel universe. And they, there was talks about, like, Henry Cavill would be perfect oh, for that character. Okay. I forgot its name. Well, they, they, but he's practically the Marvel version of Superman. They were talking about some villain called Kang or something like that. Oh, okay. I don't know who it is. Kang? You don't know who Kang is? No. Dude, he's, like, the um, like the ruler of, like, the to- of time. He's a time... 
He's really? essentially a time lord. Because they said they said Kang, and I immediately thought um, Grodd. You didn't watch from the, the Flash. Don't you remember watching Loki? Kang's I in never. It. I didn't finish it. Oh, okay. I like uh, that, that show. I didn't finish that it. That is why I was so confused. I'm like Kang. I've seen Should three I? episodes of Loki. It's great. I just haven't. Well, had, I haven't I, finished I it. I know that some parts of Kang is just like he's a time lord and he comes back to the past to stop something that the Avengers did in like uh, one of the anime and that the animation on for like the early like the mid 2000 I think around 2010 I think it was there was the Avengers show hmm. and King was in it and King was pretty much going after Captain America and killing him because it's reason why Earth you know all time got messed up is because of Captain America Tech, fun fact it wasn't Captain America it was a scroll the ones that can shape shift yeah scroll it, yeah, sorry. S K R U L L. Yeah, scrolls. But needless to say, is that what the things were in Avengers that they're fighting? Were they the scrolls? No. What, what were they fighting in Avengers? Those Just... were in Miss. That was in Captain Marvel. They were in oh, Captain Marvel. Oh, okay, that's what I'm thinking of. No, I was literally thinking of what are the things that are coming out of the ship as the Hulk's like <laughs> beating that ship into submission. The whole city's getting destroyed. That big long ship that was destroying everything. Oh, in the movie, Avengers? Uh, oh, the first Avengers? What, what are the aliens that they fight? The Shatori. Um, I forgot what they're called. That's not they're, the Skrull, though? No, they're okay. not. No, no. This is one of Thanos has like, pretty much captured the alien race and just turned them into weaponry. Uh, pretty much. That's what he does. Huh. I, I understand Thanos' mindset. I get it. But he went in the wrong direction. Hmm. And he's also a failed, deformed, and internal. He actually is an internal. Oh. If you I, didn't know that. I did not like that movie. Okay, I'm not the only one. That Thank movie you, was so boring. They promised so much about the, you know, the Black Knight or the Dark Knight, uh, whatever. Um, Batman. Not Batman. <laughs> um, what is it? It's like he has the sword of like, of Arthur's or whatever it is, and the guy who plays Jon Snow is going to be that knight, and they're making huh. kind of like a dark, like a supernatural version of the Avengers. Rumor is he's going to be in it. Um, Blade's going to be in it, and a few other. So characters. is it going to be based off the Midnight Suns? No, but, like, some of the characters from the Midnight Sun games. Okay. Like Doctor Strange, uh, there's talks about Blade, and a few other characters, too, that deal with the supernatural. Well, I mean, that's what I think that's what the Midnight Suns were. Is they, 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 was, they were more fighting, like, in the shadows and, like, taking out the, the more yeah. supernatural there type was of an, things. There was an actual version I think. of, like, Marvel that has, like, its own, like, dark supernatural kind of thing. That's what I'm saying. I thought that was a... I don't oh, know, I don't matter. know. I'm saying, I never I no played Midnight Suns, so yeah. I don't know. I haven't finished that game. It's huge. No, I heard it's, like, long as Se- shit. It, it, I've heard 70 hours, but I'm going through and playing other things. Yeah, I mean, I... I look at that game, I go, yes, but I, again, I have a backlog of games, and I've been playing Graveyard Keeper, and I love it. It kind of reminds me of what Andrew had me play, was that, that Moonlighter game. Yeah, well, that, that's what I like. I, everyone was talking about Moonlighter, and then Call to the Lamb, and I'm like, you know what? I'm a, My friend got me this game for Christmas. Let's just play in the PlayStation Store, because mm. that's where he got it from. And sure enough, I, dude, I love it. I just got my first zombie and hmm. so now I'm having my zombie like um, mine for me constantly, and I'm also gonna get a, my second zombie to help me cut up trees so I can get infant and get lumber, and huh. then I'm gonna at least build a few forges so I can start throwing metal in there and start building up stuff. What is the what are you trying to do? What do you do in that game? Like what's the what's pretty the- much you're in charge of the graveyard. So the catch is is when you start out the graveyard you're like negative 25 in the graveyard situation and it's your job as the graveyard keeper to upkeep it fun fact you're not from this time zone or world hmm. 
you literally are in the street on the phone and your wife or girlfriend calls you and you get hit by a car. Huh. You wake up and you're in medieval clothing and there's a talking skull and a socialist communist donkey. Donkey! What the? Yeah, dude, it's hilarious. I'm at the point where the donkey now is the man hates me because I'm a capitalist. Yeah. And he demands four carrots for every time he drops the body off. It's like a mix between freaking ghosts and goblins and Shrek. I love it, though, dude. <laughs> I genuinely love it. But, like, you have to get up well, the, the graveyard up to a certain percentage, then you can open the cathedral. And then when you open the cathedral, you can have masses and then, you know, get all this stuff from the people, like from money. And so it actually sounds like Call of the Lamb, kind yeah, of. Yeah, it, it, it has moments, yeah. And then, like, there's a part where, like, I got to keep upkeeping in the graveyard. So I got to, like, you know, like, I can get tombstones. I can learn how to build the crosses to put on the on the grave itself. Sure. You know, there's parts where you're, like, if you can screw up on a, um, when you're dissecting the, the human and you can screw them up. There's parts where it's like, this one is not perfect at all. My graveyard will get lessened because of this body. So I'll just burn it instead. Hmm. Yeah, there's so much to do. Like, I think I have, like, one zombie right now, and he's busy mining right now for me. Huh. How many zombies can you get? That I don't know. My one friend says, you can get a good amount. Oh. As long as you're smart. Huh. Because you get I, money. How, how would you lose zombies? Well, no, you don't lose zombies, but you can screw up the body and make it, like, less better for as a zombie because it has, like, a certain percentage of, like, how effective they are. Oh, okay. Like, my first zombie that I got was, like, a level, like, a 7 like, for, like, proficiency. So then you just And then I, when it. I got, like, one that was just, I, I did not realize the donkey dropped off the corpse and it was too late for me to go back and the, the corpse decayed. And mm-hmm. I said, screw it, I'm just going to make it into a zombie kind of situation. Huh. And if I'm correct, my second zombie is not um, deficient. So you send the donkey out to kill people for you, and it drops no. its corpse off, and you turn no, him into zombies? No, the donkey is just part of, like, the, he just drops corpse oh, off to the okay. village. And he talks to you. Only you can talk to him. Donkey! And huh. he's a socialist. Interesting. And he really does, he'll literally in the beginning of the part of the game, he's like, hello, comrade. And then as you beef up the church and making, like, fancy and getting more money, he's going to hate you for it. Because he's like, yeah, you're a capitalist pig. Uh, from now on, for, if you want me to bring, drop off a body, you better have me have carrots. So now I have to grow carrots now hmm. in my field that I'm renting from the like Inquisitor. Which, again, there's an Inquisitor who wants to, who burns witches hmm. and wants me to open up a concession stand for beer and burgers. It's pretty fun. The, the plot of the game I'm is... I'm trying like, to imagine Eddie Murphy's voice in a Russian accent. I just can't. Yeah. But needless to say, like, there's so many moments of where I'm trying to figure out how to get back home, and everyone's like, oh, if you do this for me, I will help you get over to here, and you'll there's a way to get back home. That's pretty much, I have not done that yet, but I'm having a lot of fun playing this game. They was on t- um, Video Game Apocalypse for the one of their games of the year in 2018. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't hear it for this year. Yeah, so I played it, and I really like it. I did see Call to the Lamb. I was touching that a little bit, and I can see why like, the appeal is. I really do. It looks fun. It looks a I lot... Don't, I, I just... I can't get... I don't get excited like Andrew does when it comes to like retro games, like the 2D sprite Super Nintendo era of games. I can't... I just can't get into those. I played a little bit of um, that Call to the Lamb, but the other one what was the game Moonlighter. I played. Yeah. T- I played a tiny bit of Moonlighter. The dungeon crawling stuff is fun, but the um, bartering system—that's boring. Running the shop like is it. also difficult too, because then you can like 
wait, you know, kind of bargain and then bargain low and then you lose money or you try to bargain high and then they'll say, screw you. Well, you bargain high and then they give you a frowny face and you run over immediately and try to lower the price until you hit that sweet medium. Yeah, yeah. But I still get bored with it. No, I, I 100% agree with you. I, I I can't stand it. It's nothing against the game. I just don't like that style of gameplay. But the, no. the, the dungeon crawling stuff's fun. No, yeah, I get it. I mean, I, I seriously do. Oh, did you ever pick up that higher gun? The no. work. Okay. Oh. The, the my biggest thing about that is I love the the world, the universe, the little HUD area with all the mechs and tech yeah. people and stuff like that who like pretty much are mechanized. Some have robot arms. Some women will have like those weird gas masks on that's pretty much infused into their face hmm. and all this other crap. The combat itself is very blark. There's parts. What do you where, mean by that? Well, the biggest problem that I had with it is there are moments where I don't like how there's no run button. There's a power oh. slide and you can wall climb, hmm. or wall, you know, like wall run, which is cool. But I would there are moments where I wish there was a run button. One of the hardest bosses that I went up against, there was a weird bug where he was stuck. And he could shoot me, and I couldn't shoot him, so I had to restart all over this entire mission mm. just to play him again, and it got really aggravating. What, you had to do it multiple, multiple times? Yes, just... yeah. Oh. I, I hit a weird bug. That sucks. No, the the appeal huh. for me of this game is the universe. Just the way it looks. Like, I, I, cool. I genuinely love how it looks. Like, treat it like Coruscant, but I'm in the lower... I'm, I'm deep, deep, deep in, like, the lower levels of Coruscant. Sure. Where this is underground city where there is no sunlight, only like you know like artificial light. Yeah. And it's still a sprying city, but at the same time, it's there's so much decay. Was it gonna be? And I love that. Kind of like uh, what the canceled Star Wars game thirteen thirteen was supposed that to be. That is pretty much the best way to describe it, because in the Warhammer universes, there are so many different style worlds. Mm. Some worlds are like manufacturing worlds. Okay. So, like, when we went to... When you play Warhammer, Space Marine. Yeah. Okay? That is a war world. Ah. If you remember, there there are so many times where human... Well, the human side will just be like, uh, This planet, we don't give a crap about you, humans. You're gonna die. Hmm. They will literally outweigh the thing. If you remember beginning part of the game, it starts analyzing stuff. And it says that, oh, this is actually, you know, like, we must go there now to save this. Because this this planet is making this war machine for us. Uh, this is a priority sure. kind of situation. Yeah. Now, there are worlds, some worlds, where, like, they're just like, yeah, we fought off the orcs. There's limited numbers, but how much resources and how much damage the planet is, it, it's no longer worth a human campaign. Hmm. And I'm like, ouch, so... Yeah, there's there's nothing there's nothing here useful to us anymore. Let's just let it rot. Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Yes, 100%. And there'll be certain style cities where the city is predominantly, like, like almost everywhere has been built over each other. You know, like Coruscant. Like Coruscant. Yeah. Where, like, there is literally just this one planet that is just a war world kind of situation where it's building things. That's yeah. all it is. So, like, underground areas are decayed, sure. too. Yeah. Like, that's why I love, again, Dark Tide looks really good. Whatever higher gun does, Dark Tide does it far better of showing off the world. So, I think Dark Tide's on Game Pass. It is, but I can't use the cloud. 
Oh. On my PC, because I know for a bona fide fact my PC will not handle it. Ah. I know that your PC will. You are as well. Yeah, easy. There's like different style like characters. Like there's the big big guy who's like predominantly for melee. There's like a weird like tech wizard. There's a bunch of things you can be in that game, and I really like that. Hmm. Like I love the sound. I love the guns. Like I dark. If I wish I put a play Dark Tide sooner, because I think it would have been on my list because it was generally a blast playing with up to four players. Hmm. So, no, I, I have uh, Space Marine installed and Inquisitor. Okay. That, that Inquisitor Martyr game that I haven't—I yeah. haven't really played much yeah, of it yet. I think yet. I'm almost done with Hired Gun. Like yeah. again, like my, the thing that just gets me is like I just love looking around the world and just seeing this underground city where the train comes and like all the metal shake and the little rustle kind of like you know sim, you know skimmy down. Sure, it looks cool, and that's do what they I, have Warhammer anime? There is a movie that you can watch on YouTube. And there are a few movies, I think, that you can buy. Uh, needless to say, the one that I've watched... I'm just wondering... Like, ...was some, mediocre. ...something to watch so that I get an idea of the lore behind the Warhammer games. There is one on YouTube. Uh, it's pretty so much... So it's nothing like Arcane... No. ...Edge Runners, anything no, like that. No, there's something that... Apparently someone is working on something. Well, Henry Cavill. For, well, not just that, <laughs> but there's an animated one. Uh. And from what I'm hearing, if that's true or not, it looks good. So I kind of want that. Unless it's fan-made. I don't know. I'm not sure. That, that's what I was thinking. Like, when you said YouTube, it's just like, oh, these are just going to be cutscenes. Oh, some of the cutscenes are games. cool. Because I know that, like, the original, the very first Warhammer game I've ever played was Warhammer 40K. And that's where I play as the Tau. That's a different alien race. Mm. If you don't know, humanity believes anything that's not human is a heresy. It must be cleansed. Mm. Isn't there, like, an actual, like, uh, I don't know, like, a, uh, a type of human or something that's called, like, a Puritan or something? Where they, they, like, try to cleanse everybody? Oh! Like, priests or something like that? But oh, they, like, no, no, there's, there's Inquisitors, there are Ultramarines, there's so many different kinds of factions that the, what they do. Oh. There's, like, ones that are, like, like, these, like, like little tech monks that help build and suit up the Space Marines. There's so much there, dude. There's honestly so much to, uh, to talk about when it comes to the War Cave universe. There's, like, I think several different alien factions from Orcs to the Tau. And then, like, these, like, weird, like, uh, I don't know, alien mechs that are, like, is that what the game's based off of? There's there's a game called Warhammer Mechanus or something like that? Yeah. I don't know what that game is. But yeah. The war game, like, I just wanted to take a look at this just because, like, my one friend sent me some videos. I'm going, like, hey, dude, this actually looks cool. Mm. And he goes, yeah, dude, like, you should read the books. They're fantastic. And I'm like, they're pretty I, good. I was just interested in it because Inquisitor Martyr plays, it's an action RPG. It plays like Diablo. So it's like, Oh, no, hmm. I, that's what I like about it, yeah. So I want to see if I can play that with a controller because I actually have my... I've been playing a lot of PC games on my television with an Xbox controller lately just because. Hey, why not, so, man? Well, because, I mean, I guess we can... Well, we actually got a break because it's 23 minutes in. When we come back, I'll talk about some of the stuff that I've been playing. Warhammer 40,000, Lost Crusade Song. 
into the night. By Nerd Out. Everyone stand at your feet. I am commanding the fleet. Defending Imperium. Killing the gamut of bandits and freaks. It's no alliance in this land. It's elite. When we show up in your solar system. They know we can make entire planets retreat. Knocking them out of their orbital pathway. If you see us, you better go that way. Galactic warfare. Indomitable spirit. Keep fighting until the end. There's a battle. We go there. Pull the cannon. Say hello to my little friend. The enemy comes to a dead stop. When they see us unleashing the dreadnought. So rally behind me and fret not. Stick your boots into the ground until you hit bedrock. huge too. I don't know if you noticed that. Watching all those people, like, my friend spent like $150 like two weeks ago on figurines for his Warhammer campaign at his basement. This sounds like some uh, Heroscape level stuff. Oh yeah, dude. Like, But like, you paint them, you can paint them how oh, you want. Oh yeah, yeah. Cavill was talking about that too. Henry Cavill was talking about like yeah. painting, painting figurines and stuff. Yeah. I didn't know that was for a board game, though. I thought it was oh, like... Oh, it's a huge thing. Like, when I mean a table, I mean this table is the length of, like, this this carpet. It's a huge table. Jeez. Like, think of, like, a huge like, t- table you want for a D&D sure. campaign yeah. and everything's laid out. Right. Yeah, he has this huge thing already set up and built. Jeez. It's insane. Huh. He used to go to that Game On place uh-huh. in Midland, but he stopped just because, like, the campaigns were just, like, lasting forever, and he just didn't have the time to constantly go back and forth there. I wonder if Andy ever ran uh, Warhammer campaigns in Collector's Corner. He did not. No? I can tell you that right now. I know he was huge into magic back in the day, but, I mean, obviously that... what is that what Game On is? What is that place called? Game On? Oh, it's a lot of things. They sell... No, no, no. They, no. I mean, what did, what did Collector's Corner get taken over by? What is Collector's <laughs> Corner now? Right by Lalonde's. I think it's still called Collector's Corner. I think it's just change management. Oh. There's well, I mean, still magic. And- Andy owned that place. Yeah, I know. But there's still magic tournaments happening there. Really? There's, it's mostly just cards and comic books that he sells over there still. Uh. There's not a lot of room to do, like, huge table games. There really is. He had a back room where he we used to do Star Wars tournaments back in the day. Yeah, but, like... But you, it, was, it wasn't very big. You don't have that room for War K. Like, like, like the, Mid, the one game on in Midland and Sagnal, they have a huge, like, gaming table room. Hmm. Where they have huge tournaments now for Magic. Interesting. If anyone says Magic is dead, I, I beg to differ. When I went over there, when Jade used to work there... And I, there was somebody. Was, I had to drop off food because she could not leave. There was something happening. People were like lighting Wizards of the Coast on fire two weeks oh, ago. It's because something happened with they're them. going like, like weird woke. Where like like by weird woke, I mean like they want to like do certain things, and then because they think Dungeons and Dragons can be more profitable. And needless to say, it's going to backfire. More profitable if it went woke. Yes. What the hell does that even mean for the franchise? Uh, dead. Oh. Dead. The way this lady who's huh. in charge of Wizard of the Coast forgot what exactly what she said, but all my friends were just like, well, 
you can eat a dick because I'm not buying whatever you come out now with. Uh, and I, I, I hate to say it, that's what's going to happen. I haven't bought magic cards in 20 years. I will be buying the Lord of the Rings edition magic cards when they come in. Interesting. I will be buying those. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, This year, there will be a whole style of Lord of the Rings magic cards. So I will be buying them. The one shows a cool artwork of um, Gandalf battling the Balrog. I'm excited. Yeah, sounds like it. Do they actually have a functionality, or is it just oh, these magic artists are gonna make? No, Lord of the they're Rings gonna art. have like abilities and stuff like that with their cards. So you can actually play them. Yes, uh. they're all gonna be playable. Yes. And they're gonna be tournament legal. From what I was told, yes. Like, like they're actually gonna say in this tournament you can have crossover with Lord of the Rings. Like that's gonna be weird. Well, what usually <laughs> happens for tournaments anymore is there's two different styles of tournaments. There's one like, hey, I made my own deck. Well, yeah, that's that's. Basic. It has and it then, has. Mu- well, no, no, no. Let me finish. It has like where I can. Hey, I got some cards from when I was a younger kid, and I have the new, some newer cards. I can mix them up and play them how I want to play them and make it work with me. Mm. That that is very rare if they let you do that. Really? A lot of the times it's okay. This is the new starter decks. These are the new cards. Mm. This is the new form of how the tournaments. You know, the card game's supposed to be played with the new abilities. You have to buy these cards to play. You're, you're, you're talking a sealed deck tournament. No, there's the sealed deck tournament, and then there's ones where like you can only like you can you make can only your... use stuff from specific expansions. Exactly. I see. Yes, yes. Because I've gone to where it's um, decks, starter decks, where yeah. you come there, you pay money, yeah. and you have a choice between whatever like what you have, mm-hmm. and there's multiple varieties. Like the one time I remember getting the last white deck, the AK Planes. Oh yeah, yeah. And then my one buddy got, I think it was Swamp and Fire. Mm. That's and a bad so, combination, I think, isn't it? Uh, not really. I always heard black and blue were good. I actually think um, mountain and plain is the best for me. No, I always heard red, well, red and white. I think was a good combo. Oh yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because red and white is really good. Yeah, that was um, Ravnica, I think. Because with the um, abilities to buff up your soldier, you know, your art, your or remove cards from play. This is a weird podcast, by I the way. Magi- <laughs> I, I roll with it. I, don't I care. love Magic the Gathering, dude. And a lot of the red cards, you know, the mountains, aka fire, have haste, which then the once you place it, you can attack. Yeah, because haste was a white ability. That's racist. Shut up. Yeah, and I had a bunch of goblins to where, like, I had a goblin king, so every goblin I had got like a plus one one. Uh. So, like, I mean. I, I love magic. I don't think it's dead, but I think with this with this person in charge and the way she was describing it, I can see it dying, and that makes me sad. Huh? These companies will not learn that like you attacking and pen, use nickeling dime every single thing that you want to do is a bad thing. So we know that their Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance game failed. How did the like the magic games, the video games do? They tanked. I bought the one RPG, the ARPG. I don't know what it was called. There were so many Magic the Gathering card games, and I was like, dude, this is so cool. I can practice and play around with the Magic the Gathering thing, and we can do all this cool stuff. I can learn, you know, like figure out what's a good deck if I want to play with the new style of cards, and it just didn't really take off. Oh, I'm talking actual video game, video game. Oh, I never played like, the actual there was video a, game. I don't video remember game. what it was called, but it was like an action RPG like Diablo, but it was set in the Magic Universe, and it was oh, a video I game never on a PC. Played, I never played that. Yeah, I did stick with it, because I figured if I'm going to play an ARPG, I just 
play Diablo. Yeah. Or Grim Dawn or something like that. But Yeah, no, no, no. That's the biggest problem right now is, like, uh, Heroes of the... What's that? What's that one card game that Blizzard made? Heroes of the Storm? Heroes of the Storm, yeah. That just It's took... either Heroes of the Storm or Heroes of New Earth. No, Heroes of the Storm, then. Okay. No, my one friend is, like, one of the biggest Magic the Gathering fans. He's gone to tournaments, won money, and that... He was so excited when the Xbox three when the Xbox three sixteen consoles and PCs were getting Magic the Gathering card games. Yeah. And they just dropped the ball and then Heroes of Storm came out and that's what like, oh pff, this is what we all wanted. Yeah, but that game also died. I I was talking to Andrew about it years ago and he said that game's also I dead. See, I watch my friends play on the phone all the time. Oh, why the hell would you play that as a card game? Because when you're at your Marvel work... Marvel Snap, that's like you, the biggest well, thing ever right now. If you're at work, where he works, I won't say where he works, he is, by rules of he can't bring certain devices into his building. Mm. And his phone, he gets away with it by because he shows off what he has. And that's how the reason why he's able to play this stuff. Yeah, see, I can't play anything at work because I don't have a signal. No, exactly. My, yeah. my Wi-Fi is dead in there. I can't do anything. Which on is it. so weird. Like, I find it funny. It, it's it's internet. Per, it's a uh, uh, cell phone providers. I have Boost. Boost works at one school that I work at, and it oh. doesn't work at the main one that I work at. So it's just I like, get you. Okay, okay. Verizon works at one. Boost works at another. <laughs> it's That's so just dumb. something that I just can't really. Cell get. reception in this city sucks. I think the only phone game I've ever like been dedicated was originally was the Pokemon Go game and Ingress. And Ingress. I played a lot of Peggle. Did you ever play the other ones? Tomb Raider Go, Deus Ex Go, Hitman Go? No. I constantly would play Ingress because that was huge when the Polar Vortex happened. Yeah, I remember that. There are pictures of me. Like you said, you had to go to like Detroit to take out some. No, we went to East Lansing. Oh, okay. So just imagine at a Polar Vortex where we're all like, dude, no one's out. Let's just screw it. Let's just do this. And I remember mm. getting to my friend's Mini Cooper, driving in a snowstorm to go to East Lansing. And I'm looking at myself like, we're going to die all, playing all, a phone game. Yep, yeah, all for a phone game. For all for a phone game. I'm like, this is going to be on my tombstone. God's going to look at me like, you were just stupid. Yeah, you're <laughs> just going to put down, at least I saved this location. What were you trying to stop in that game? Well, no, what we were trying to not stop is there was a, a competition going around to get keys. And okay. so what would happen is ever so often there would be like, you know, we would make links of like or grids and try to connect different portal, you know, like site to site and make a line, which then connects and make this huge grid kind of situation. OK. Hmm. And needless to say, we were meeting with a group from East Lansing and Ann Arbor where we had a secret hiding spot where we would, they would drop off all this gear for us hmm. because we are where we were at. Just you don't. You can't really get anything. Also, this is a heavily enlightened side when I was part of the um, the resistance side. Not even at the Dow Gardens? No, Dow Gardens is nothing. Uh, you can find more. I mean, in Pokemon Go, Dow Gardens is huge. Yes, but again, you have to understand that Ingress and Pokemon Go are... There are some aspects that are similar. Oh. A lot of the gyms and sites and everything you can think... You can thank a lot of the us Ingress players for making it so because we are the ones that we, you know, the reason why you have gyms and Pokestops to begin with mm. is from all of us. Because mm. they just converted it, right? But yeah, exactly. Yeah, what we would do is take pictures of a certain location that was like, you know, a structure or a building or a major artwork that was permanent. We took pictures of it and then if the Nyanic yeah, agreed with it, they would we would mark the location 
and then they would approve of it, and it would become a portal. Mm. And then so, after that, they just transitioned from Pokemon Go to Switch, like, this will be a Pokestop, this will be a gym, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I remember one of the weirdest things that I saw as a landmark in Pokemon Go was that weird statue by the Tridge with those people that hold hands. Yeah. That, that I think it's four people. That was for me. Uh, really? Half the stuff in Midland, half the stuff from Midland and some parts of Essexville and Bay City, you remember John? Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Me and him are the reason why you have a lot of this, the Pokemon stops and gyms, is from me, him, and a bunch of other people that we used to play Ingress with. Mm. During the flood, if you ever, you won't, you you never played Ingress, but no. if you look at Ingress, there's so many times where, like, it's completely covered in, an image is completely covered in snow, or there was a flood. That was from me and a few other people that we were part of. And we literally would just take full advantage of this terrible weather and just attack the Enlightened side as huh. best we could. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't played Pokemon Go in years. <laughs> that, been... that's, that's the only phone game that I've ever, like, those are the two only phone games that I went hardcore for. Because I, you still have to be active. Sure. I, I have never really sat down and played a phone phone game. I think I played Heroes of the Storm when I'm at the Secretary of State or at a doctor's appointment. But then I usually listen to a podcast anyways. Sure. Yeah, I just, I hear Marvel Snap is amazing. Oh, I might have to just check that out It's then. just, I haven't, I, my phone signal always sucks. So whenever I would be in a position to actually play it, it's just like, no, can't. I, I, I even ran into a problem yesterday. I go into the grocery store. I take a bike everywhere. I don't drive. And my helmet, because we're in Michigan, it's like, it was, it was 16 degrees yesterday, I think, when I went. Yeah, it's like And my false. helmet's got, like, built-in ear cups so that my head doesn't freeze. <laughs> And I put, I have a, uh, I usually wear like one earbud in to listen to music, and my helmet piece was pushing my butt, my my button on my headphone every two seconds. Yeah. So I was constantly getting dings from Siri on my iPhone, <laughs> and it was driving me nuts. Oh god, it's like balls. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't normally do that type of stuff. Yeah. At all. Now, how is Stray so far for you? Honest got opinion because I know that like there's you there's a hit and miss. One, you think that. The world and story. world looks cool. The story looks cool, but there, it's it's incredibly puzzle heavy. Yes, and it's a lot of fetching. Yes, it's just like oh, I need this. I need this blanket, but in order to get the blanket, no, I need this. I need this cable. In order to get the cable, you have to get a blanket. In order to get the blanket, you have to get a couple soda cans. In order to get the soda cans, you have to get something else. And it's just like this domino effect to where you got to get this thing for this guy. This guy will give you this thing. And it's like it stacks. It's it's nuts. And it's I can a lot see of that. I, I can see why it's not for you. I I watched a bunch of people play it. Again, I for like the that's co- not all the game is though. Well, I know I mean, that, more, but I mean like there's just too that. many times where I'm just like I'm watching them play. And I'm just like I'm glad I'm just chilling, just watching them because I don't I don't think I would have fun playing. Like this. there's also I don't remember what they call them, but there's like these weird face hugger psychotic little parasite alien things that will attack you and you have to run from them and like turn on electrical grids and stuff and if you get attacked your cat literally gets ripped to pieces and mauled by these aliens you have to restart from the checkpoint yeah they're like little things like they're like almost like the size of like a bug almost they're they're like gigantic flood creatures yeah basically from halo no, I That's think what it, it reminds me of. It no, me no, of yeah. I, I remember the first part, like, you see them, they're chasing you down, and you're running through the street, and they're all over the yeah. place. Yeah. 
I then you uh, like where I'm at. I've had it for a little bit now. Or actually, I think it just ran out of juice. But you get an infrared light that actually destroys those aliens, hmm. as well as like a, a little robot drone thing that will sit on your back and like it'll. Uh, it's got a built-in flashlight, which later switches to that weird UV light. And it'll it, the robot like hacks doors and stuff, and you got to go and talk to these different robots, and then you have to try to get to people. I'm going after what I think is the main last character that you speak to before you leave the city and go out into the world, and I think that's when you beat the game. I'm close. I think I beat the game in like an hour. Okay, that's good. Then. Well, I'm almost done with it. Well, good, good, good. No, the next game that I am going to probably finish and play is I gotta finish Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I got to. It's on my list. Like, I need to, because I bought the expansion, so I'm like, if I bought the expansion, I gotta play this game yep. in this situation, yep. you know I what I'm saying? Yeah, I bought the, was it, the Ultimate Edition, which has the built-in, like, like, the expansion that comes with it. Um, yeah. But I told, like I, like, I told listeners last year, was it last podcast, when I said I was quitting Guild Wars and I wasn't gonna play anymore? I haven't touched that game at all, and I beat, I've almost beat Stray, and I beat Jedi Fallen Order three days ago. What did you honestly think of that game? But, the um, Zepho was boring as hell. I did not like Zepho, but once they once you get to Kashyyyk, the game like ramps up and it's just like constantly. I wanted to play it after I got to Kashyyyk. I love Sada Guerrero, of like how he is this opportunist of like fighting against the Empire, but when he sees it's about to lose, he leaves. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He's got his little grappling hook thing. He's like, peace them out. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, I'm like, and like the so the Wookies have got freed. But the campaign's starting to lose, and now he's, like, I'm out kind yeah. of a situation. That kind of shows how, like, Saul Guerrero is just an opportunist terrorist, which, you know, like, you know, one man's terrorist is another man's free fighter. But, like, throughout the entire, like, Star Wars universe, you actually get to see him. And no, but yeah, he was in Rogue One, right? Not just in Rogue One. He was also in Rebels, and he was also in the Clone Wars. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's in the Clone Wars, Rebels, and everything. Hmm. And you kind of see how, like, as he gets older, the cause of battle is what has done to him. Mm. So he lost, if you remember, he lost his sister in no, the Clone Wars. No, I don't Wars, remember that. He lost his sister in the Clone Wars. I never finished that show. What was that, seven seasons? I think seven seasons, I think, yeah. I think Clone Wars was seven yeah. seasons. Yeah, and then I never in Rebels, it. he's, like, super hardcore radical. Mm. And then later, when you see him in, you know, like, Jedi Fallen Order, he's totally different, too. So... I, I like the character, Asad Guerrero. He's a broken character who just doesn't care. He just wants to stop the Empire. And he yeah. Does. Well, this thing, I think the whole point of this game was Kel trying to use the Datacron to find potential Jedi children or, like, Padawans to, like, rebuild the Order. And then, you know, the Night Sister catches on that Kel's a, a Jedi. And we're going to summon a spoil this game. Cause this it game's, came out this, 2018, dude. Yeah. But and he's got his friend Prof, which he's not. Prof's not really around that long. Like no. he he dies pretty quick. But they're on like a junk planet at the beginning, and then Prof dies because one of the sisters finds out about Kel, and Prof wants to protect him. And then basically it's Kel trying to find these Jedi kids. But the Night Sister also knows that Kel exists, and she kind of wants to kill him. Yeah, you get, you get to see a few of the Night Sisters, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That really big, big one, I call it, like, the Space Hulk. Sure. 
And that other one... I still can't remember if you actually kill that one or if they're still alive. You see, that's the thing. It kind of, like, leaves it open of, like, did I kill them? Yeah. Kind I, of a situation, you I know what I'm saying? I don't know. You don't kill... I mean, spoiler for anybody that hasn't beat Jedi Fallen Order, but I... You know, I just said I'm going to spoil this game. You don't kill the sister that's chasing you. She actually joins you at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought it was really cool when she finally removed her helmet because it kind of gave her character more character. It made her feel more I do more love human. Vader. I do love Vader I, in the game. I, I knew that Vader, like, Vader being in the game was a pretty big, or a pretty early spoiler when this game first released because it was all over the internet. But when he showed up and then was just like, you have failed me, sister, and then he jumps down, and I'm just like, I'm supposed to fight that? Yeah, you're not going to, yeah, it's run. I tried. I mean, they, they made we you all fight did. him. We all did. No, 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 no. There's a part where, like, you can fight him for a little bit, and then you can get the heck out of Dodge. Yeah. And I, I'm like, I was just like this. I'm like, I know what you do. I'm gone. See ya, sucker. Yeah. Well, I mean, doesn't um, I always Nick? I I always I keep wanting to call Seer Celine for some reason, but doesn't she fight Vader too, or does she only fight the sister? At the very end, when you're in the Inquisitor Palace or whatever the hell that place is, the the Sanctorum, I, I don't know what's called the Imperial thingy from Obi Wan. The Inquisitor base. Yes. When you're in there. Seer code goes with you and she actually fights I think she fights the sister but does she actually fight Vader with you for a second as you're trying to escape I'm pretty sure she fights Vader for like a split second Vader was not in the Inquisitor base at the very end he was yes but he picks up what's her, no what's her face Ray or Reaver or Reva what what's her name again is it Reva? no it's, I, I don't remember I think it starts with a T no, 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 no. I mean, like, when Vader shows up in the Inquisitor base, he literally is lifting and force choking Reva in the in the show. No, I'm talking the game. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the no, show. No, of Vader, Vader shows I am up. You, so sorry. No, at I the am... very end of the, at the very end of Jedi Fallen Order, you go to that Inquisitor base yes. to get the holocron back from that sister you've been chasing. I, I am so sorry. I thought you were talking about the show. I'm like, no, 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 no. dude. Like, like, Vader was no. Vader was no, this. No, in the game, he co he shows up right behind that ninth sister. Is that the sister number that you fight? The ninth sister? The one that's I, been chasing you with the helmet? I don't... Is she the ninth sister? Because I, I thought Reva was the ninth sister. I don't remember. But, but the sister that has been chasing you the entire time shows up and attacks you, and Vader is shows up right behind her in the middle of that fight, and he's just like, you failed. Oh, You're yeah. going to die, and he force chokes her for a split second, I and then still can't attacks believe, Kel. I still can't get over the fact of that one person who is like, who's the captain of that ship. Re agrees. She is from Mad TV. Sears not the captain. I thought it was Greaves, the little four armed dude. He's the pilot. Oh, I thought he was the captain. No, he's the pilot. Oh, she's like pretty much in charge of everything. Sure. And I can't get over that. She's, that she's from, from Mad TV. She's from Mad TV. Yeah. I can't get over that yeah. crap. I think it's so cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, her, her backstory was she cut herself off from the forest because... She pulled a, a Luke Skywalker. Again, spoiler, but she basically leaves one of the sisters to get captured, tortured, and no, manipulated no, her, into turning... Her Padawan. Yeah. She leaves her Padawan. You oh, know, that was her Padawan. That was her Padawan. I didn't know that was her Padawan. Yeah, they, there's there's dialogue of them talking to each other. Well, yeah, because they're in they're in their it, like apartment or whatever the hell they're staying at, and then they get attacked. Yeah, but I'm just saying those like that was her Padawan. Uh, yeah, like, she left her. Yep. So that's kind of insane thinking that you know. Yep. 
which the thing about the Inquisitors again is they're not really per se truly loyal but they're more paranoid of what will happen if they don't follow orders sure i mean there's a lot of i guarantee you there is there is some some of them will have pure loyalty now but again most of them i feel like there there's fear pretty much of like i don't want to get punished tortured because remember that one guy who's on that sif homeworld planet or the night sisters are at Mm. Remember the Death, guy who's Death all cut up? He literally talks. Oh to, yeah, right. The, the dude ta- in the, the dude in the robe that gives you the uh, double bladed saber, essentially. Yes, but he talks about exactly what happens to you and how the Inquisitors are made. Mm. He's like the reason why I st- I, I became an Inquisitor because I wanted the torture to stop. Ah. Uh, so. Yeah, he's like the leader of the Night Brothers, essentially. Yes. And yeah. then the disappearing lady, the one that can teleport or whatever, she's the night sole sister. Sur- sole survivor of, like, the genocide that happened during the Clone Wars saga. Yeah. She's probably my favorite character in the game. Oh, she is she's, my favorite She's character. really cool. I yes. like her abilities that she, she can just teleport and just, like, beat the crap out of people. Mm-hmm. And she joined, She also joined she you. She better be in the second game. Oh, she will. She better she's be. She's on the ship when, when... I understand it, but we have not seen her in any trailer of the new game. Uh, you do know that, right? We have not. Seen I haven't it. really looked at a lot of the new stuff. Okay, because I was just wondering. And it looks like we're gonna get our crap, our our crap pushed in by a bunch of bounty hunters again. Yeah, and I was right. You do not. I mean, you unlock a move for double sabers, but you do not have a style for dual sabers. Okay. There is no dual dual saber style in the first game. There is in the second. Okay. In the second, you get the staff and separate sabers as an actual combat style. Oh, dude, that's gonna be cool. Then. But in in the in the first game, there's a move that you get where you rip the staff in half, and then you can do a spinny move that just decimates everything. But it's really late in the game. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, I don't know. The, the the game's fun. I don't really know what all to say about it because it's. You know, it was kind of a whirlwind. I blasted through that game in, like, less than a month. Yeah, but, I mean, again, for a Star Wars game, like that's the thing that just drives me up a wall with EA having the Star Wars license. In 10 years, we got in, what, five games? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. I mean, before that, I remember, I'm, pl- I'm replaying Jedi Starfighter and Starfighter. Star Wars Starfighter and Jedi Starfighter. Yeah. I'm replaying those. Dude, I love those games still. Yeah, I played through both of them when they first came out. It's like 2005 releases or something like that. They came out on the Xbox and PS2. So even earlier than that. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I love them. Yeah, I, I played I through them. I mean, there are both. so many great Star Wars games and some that were okay. But dude, I'm sorry. The EA having the license for Star Wars was terrible. Yep. Yep, they wasted it. And now you got uh, Ubisoft making an open world Which Star Wars they game. They need that to think the games that they have right now need to succeed because last time I checked, my friend was complaining about their stock because he lost money. It's four dollars and ninety five cents right now for Ubisoft stock. Jeez, it's bad. It's really bad. And right they now. they just announced like what five new Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> Well, here's the thing: like, like they they said this new Assassin's Creed game is going to be run 100 back. You know, following like it back to its original roots, no over the top insanity now of like gods and all these weird creatures and stuff like that. I never played Ragnarok. I love Ragnarok. I never played that one. I really did. The thing that made me giggle the most was just like their very first Assassin's Creed game. If you didn't remember, the original cover had the assassin with a crossbow. 
but hmm. crossbows were not invented back then still. So they said that it wasn't, you know, historically accurate. And then all of a sudden, here's a new one. It's like, yeah, this is a talking griffin. And your Viking boat can look like a unicorn. And if you can wear, like, these weird, like, undead armor. Knock yourself out, kid. Huh. I kind of find it funny, situation-wise. I get it, why they did it. Because people want, you know, like, hey, we can make some money off of that. And they did. Yeah. I bought it. Not gonna lie. My Viking ship is a pink unicorn thing. What the hell? It's pretty cool. That's actually. messed up. It's pretty cool, okay? It's pretty cool. Hey, my Doom character, he literally is a, a pink unicorn with wings. When I, I'm literally killing demons, okay? Huh. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I bought Eternal. I haven't played that yet. I got it over the, the Christmas Doom Eternal break. is fantastic, dude. Like, I don't... Like, you need to play it. Mm. It's so good. Because, like, you feel like you're, like, Keanu Reeves' character in The Matrix, man. Hmm. Like, like, once you figure out things and you get a rhythm going, dude, yeah. it's just like you're just doing insane things. Just the speed and the rhythm of how you do it. The music helps so well, too. Huh. That that music, when it plays when combat's happening, is pretty gnarly. I do want a, hmm. another Doom game. I really do. I hope Bethesda just says, hey, sooner or later, we're like, we're making a Doom 3. And I'm like, yes, please. Well, they made a Doom 3. It came out in 2004, I think. present time Doom, okay? God. No, they're going to do, like, Doom Afterlife. Hey, Or something like that. I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. That's something that makes me giggle. That Doom, Eternal, and then also the Warhammer series, because the human ships also have, like, massive, like, cathedral stone styles to them. And I'm just kind of like, in a space battle, I don't think stone would be a good structure. Probably not. And the Doom game, like, that's like, one of the biggest mysteries of, like, how did Doom guy get this spaceship? Why is this spaceship a floating castle? Hmm. I don't understand. Someone elaborate. No, we don't need to. Save Earth. I understand that, but I want to know. Let huh. me know. Well, there are Doom books. I believe it. I, I've never read them, but there are Doom books. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, that's basically all I have to talk about. I mean, I, I played Stray and Jedi What Fallen did you Order. think about it's, Adam Setzer's mental breakdown? I didn't really think anything of it. It's like I just ignored it. It was like, whatever. I laughed. Cry like a baby. I don't care. I literally <laughs> laughed where he is talking about all this work that he's so busy. And I'm like, if you're so busy, get off Twitter. Yeah. Like, that's just my only thing. Like, like that's, that's signs of a guy who's having a mental breakdown. I mean, Adam Sessler's blowing up. There's that lady that was fired for uh, liking the Harry Potter games, and everybody's blowing up about that oh, game. Oh, not just that. She liked libs of TikTok. Uh-oh. And this, what was it? Uh, what's, the, what's that company called again? Limited Run. Yeah. They're facing major backlash right now. People are demanding their refunds with their physical copies because they're in charge of, like, predominantly a lot of physical copy games, like from the mm. Ninja Turtles game. They are doing the... Yeah, I, I lost $90 out of that because I, I pre-ordered... I ordered off eBay from somebody that pre-ordered the Knights of the Old Republic 2 for Switch. And it normally goes for 30 bucks. They only made like a hundred of them, so they were sold out. So I paid $90 for a physical edition, and now they're saying Limited Run is no longer working on that game. Wow. Which means it's not going to come out, and I basically just, my, my money just evaporated. It just doesn't exist. Oh my so God. I'm kind of pissed about that, but it's my own fault for pre-ordering from a pre-order. 
Oh, okay. It's, it's my own fault. Okay, that's so what's like, like, Why don't you like talk to them about it? But never. Mind. I mean, I could pre-order from a pre-order. I could, I could file a claim with eBay and force the guy that I pre or that I bought the game from that is no longer coming out to give me my money back. But it's too much of a hassle. It's ninety dollars. Who cares? I, I would do that. I would be that guy who like says like, okay, it's not coming out. I want my money back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would. I might. Because right now they're challenge. From what I'm hearing, they have like, and their policy. For, like, I mean, it's not only that, but also Aspire, I think, lost the rights to the Old Republic because either either they lost the rights or they're going back to the drawing board after working on the Old Republic remake for four years. Well, apparently the writer that was in charge of it was just kind of like... Trying to rewrite the story? Yes. And make it different? And, yes, and make it bad from what I was hearing. Like, a lot of, like, like again... Every single report that I read was called woke, too woke mm. for the game, and a lot of people were not uh, on board with it, so I don't know what happened with that, if it's true or not, because we really didn't get to see the script or anything, so I can't really talk about that situation. Sure. But again, something had to happen to where, like, yeah, we're not doing this now kind of a situation. I mean, yeah. it had been bad or a nightmare kind of thing. Right. I don't know. I mean, I just feel like it's, like, so, so stupid facing what they did to that person who's been working there for so many years just for liking something on Twitter, in my yeah. opinion. Sure. I think it's stupid. Did they post anything hateful? And from what I got, nothing hateful. And they chose to do this. And now they're facing recorruptions where a lot of people are just like, if you're going to act like this, I just you're not getting my money, which that is the best policy sure. to speak with your wallet. I mean, that's what everybody is doing. That's what everybody's talking about for Hogwarts Legacy. It's not working though. It's failing. Yeah, it actually had a back uh, uh, reverse effect because what it was it? It is going they were, to be. It is the the biggest in history for pre-orders. Yeah, they were complaining because what? J.K. Rowling has something against transgender or something like that. I, if I remember correctly, J.K. Rowling went on Twitter and says that, um, like I think it was, you know, something about like only a biological woman is a woman. Ah. Again, those are her opinions. That's what she she has the right to free speech. Sure. Don't hate me for saying, you know, what I'm saying, but, like, she has the right to free speech. Yeah. You may not like what she has to say, but she does have have the right. And I guess that she faced a lot of backlash, which is really weird because the right now are championing her. And years ago, when it came out, oh, yeah, Dumbledore's gay, the the right was, like, foaming at the mouth at it. It was like, I can't, why would you put this in a children's book? And it's just like... <laughs> It just sounds weird. Like that's how they sound. They're like, oh, I, can't, no, I can't breathe. But that's the only thing I can think of. Is like the world anymore is like everyone's just offended anymore. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. It's like chill, guys. It's like she's not a. She has no fingerprints on like for like touching this creatively. Sure. They're just using the Hogwarts Legacy universe. See, they wrote their own story. I, this takes place in the 18th century. Yeah, see, I I looked into it a little bit. I don't want too much spoiled because I just don't like to spoil games too much. They were saying that the company creating this game, it it doesn't really have a track record for big AAA production Mm -hmm. games. On top of the fact that you only get 11 spells and people people on YouTube are just theorizing that the game is just going to be incredibly lore heavy and the gameplay is going to be kind of minimal and I'm kind of worried about that. See, I want a video game ass game. 
from what I saw, I'm like, I'm all in. It looks, visually it looks great, but how much of it's going to be a game and how much is it going to be, oh, look at that thing on the wall. Remember that from the third movie? Oh, look at this reference to another movie. Oh, look at this reference to an... I know I know it takes place way before the Harry Potter games. It takes place like in the 19th, or, 19th century. Yeah, but it's like, how much of it's going to be gamey? I don't know. Needless to say that I know I'm not allowed to play it unless until my friend Kelsey and Pippin can come over here and watch me play it. Apparently, they want to watch me play it. Huh. Or And then they also want to see if they can make their own play file. But I'm like, okay, it's fine, but uh, my character is going to be Hufflepuff all the way. Gryffindor. That's, that's what the Sorting Hat gave that me. That is what the Sorting Hat gave me Hufflepuff. Yeah. Yeah, so, the, yeah. The Sorting Hat gave me Gryffindor with a freaking. Which, HBO has a rat. thing of, like, if you're, like, if you're Gryffindor, here are some movies. If you're Hufflepuff. And I really? looked at them. I looked, yeah, dude, it's pretty cool. Huh. Yeah. Because it followed my thing. It's, like, from, like, I watch Harry Potter on the HBO. Sure. So, it's like, yeah, it, you know, like, here are some movies for, like, if you're a Harry Potter person. Hey, Hufflepuff movies. I, I saw every movie for Hufflepuff. I'm like, yeah, I would watch those. This is, that. that's me. And then my one friend was Ravenclaw, and she saw the movie selection. She just goes, that's pretty darn good. I was like, yeah, isn't that kind of funny? Interesting. You'll have to show me that before. Yeah, after it's this. on my on HBO. Yeah. But needless to say, I'm excited for it. I really am. I can't wait for February when that comes out. Um, my entire Destiny clan's like, freaking out right now. Like, oh, my God, Harry Potter and Destiny are coming out at the same time. What are we going to do? Lightfall? Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Guess what? I'm picking Harry Potter. Are you saying you're not gonna buy Lightfall? I bought Lightfall, but I'm not oh. gonna. I'm. I am now casual. I am on. Wait, there. is Lightfall on Game Pass? No. Oh. The old expansions wasn't, but they left because Sony bought them. Kind of a situation. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, needless to say, I am only doing it casually now, raiding and doing a few things like once or twice a week now with my Destiny clan, and mm. playing Warzone with them. I still play Warzone with them. Because I do have fun with the stupidity with the voice proximity chat. You gotta say that like droopy dog. <laughs> droopy dog. We're still playing Warzone. I'm still, I'm still <laughs> playing the Warzone, okay? Yeah. No, no, I just, I had to tell myself, look at myself, I'm just like, am I having fun playing Destiny? And like, and, I, and there's just too many times I'm playing Destiny by myself, grinding, so I can do the raid with them. And I'm just doing this to myself, like, this sucks. So you spend how much time grinding just to do a raid that lasts how long? Is it worth the time that you spend with them? It lasts doing a, raid? a couple hours. I, I love the thing about Destiny is when I'm playing with my friends, I'm having a blast from doing the strikes, doing a raid, doing crucible with them. Ah, uh, okay. Doing gambit. So it's more than just a raid. Yes, but again, my time when I'm on and what their time is on are two different sure. things. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. No, I get that. It sucks. And playing Destiny solo is the worst thing I can say. If you're by yourself and you're finding yourself having to grind constantly because like it's only up to three to six players, mm. is it worth it? That's no. why I don't play Destiny anymore. I've and got I just installed looked it every And I looked at myself I'm like, I love the story. I love the universe. I love this. But right now, the season pass situation is shit. Mm. It is fucking shit. <laughs> and... I am bored out of my goddamn mind playing this anymore because I'm playing it solo Man. and I'm going crazy. Nothing's more annoying than doing the one mission by yourself. It sucks balls. And I'm just kind of like, I'm done. Why don't you get onto Discord and just join like a Discord community? Oh, well, I have. I've done that. But like, well, again, I work so much that like when a lot of people are online, it's hard. Wow. Oh. I get maybe about two hours to play something anymore. <laughs> and it sucks. 
Yeah. Like my day off today, all I did was clean and do adult crap today. Hmm. And laundry. Yay me. Fun. Yeah. But, um, I am I excited for the story? Like, the, the story of Destiny for the new expansion? Yes. Am I excited for the seasons? No. Because mm. the seasons, they can't capture me. And the the, de- the people of Destiny community have spoken. We're, we're done with this crap. Mm. They have to do something. That is, like, the biggest kicker right now for me is if Anthem was actually good... Uh, I was talking to all my friends about the like. If Anthem was good, you think we would have left Destiny? And is, everyone looked at me and goes, "Yes." I should know this, but is Anthem the game that Zach was playing, or was it Apex? Apex. He was a he was a big fan of one of those two shooters. No, he I, he did play Anthem too. He talked about it. He said he liked it, but he said he got bored really fast. Uh, Zach was on our podcast a long time ago. Yeah, but needless to say, I just kind of stood here going like, I hate the seasons. Mm. And I don't know if it's worth me buying the season pass anymore because I'm just kind of like over it. So well, we'll take we'll take another quick break and then we'll come back because I. But speaking of one thing that you didn't buy, what's that? Alcestis, Malakos, welcome home. Let's begin your training. What in these ruins tempts you so much? Or is death? I could ask you the same thing. There is power there. Beyond Jedi understanding. Power I control. I would offer you the same thing. Don't you understand? I'm not interested in power. I want to restore the Order. Restore the Jedi Order? Oh, you poor fool. It's over! Jedi fell long before the Purge. We were stifled by tradition. Deafened by our past glories. Blinded by endless war. Maybe. But it's never over, Malakos. We stand here now with the chance to learn. To rebuild from our mistakes. Jedi learn. There's no future for them. Why can you not see that? It's time for something new. You and me. We could build something different. Something better. No. Dathomir will be your grave. What you didn't buy, which I actually was thinking about. I like how it looks. One Piece Odyssey. All right. Um, Joseph um, was supposed to come on the podcast, but his family got back early from Italy. Oh. So he went to go spend so time. So they're all making pizza. Uh, that's why I said. I, I'm going to send him a picture of like um, me making pizza bites and just be like, I'm Italian. Does he eat that stuff? No. Is, he, is he a pizza snob? 
Oh, he is a hard. He technically he he will eat pizza. If I bought Domino's when he comes over for a pizza or for, he'll for eat a podcast, it. Oh, he'll eat he eat it. it. Okay, but no, just don't do what I do constantly. I'll do it right in front of his face. I'm like, hey, you may have made pizza, but we made it better. He just goes say that again. I'm like, Detroit style is like the shit. Okay. Bacon, pepperoni, all this other crap I, on it. I, yeah. I, I like it, but Detroit style is like a heart attack on a plate. It makes me I feel know like that. garbage. But no, it's it's funny because... I uh, agree with him. Margarita's the shit. Yeah, yep, yeah. No, like, I get it. I just do it for fun because, like, I sent him a picture of, like, the History Channel. It was talking about, like, the chains that became, you know, a business, like Ford. And then it talked about Domino's and Pizza Hut. What about Chef R.D.? I should send that to him. Because <laughs> that's supposed to be Italian, right? Yeah, yes, exactly. But it's, it's, it's plastic. It really is. I, I still like it. Plastic's yeah. good. But no, um, he says... You saw says, the butter that I yeah, eat. Yeah, he says he loves it, and he's hardcore sub fanboy yeah. when it comes to anime. Sure. I will watch it sub, but there are multiple times where I'm like, I don't know what they said because they I, spoke way too fast. I've seen one episode of One Piece. I watched it last weekend. Yeah. I love One Piece. I truly do. I saw the movie Red opening day. I loved it. Fantastic. Hmm. Um, my one friend talked about he saw it subbed and dubbed, and he says he liked it both. So, I mean, I have no problem with that. What's wrong? Well, I'm, I'm just thinking, I was going to say, I like the I like how the game looks. I think the game might play well, but I was thinking of, I was going to say, I don't want to have to read a ton of text while playing a game but that's really stupid because I'm old and I played in the era of like Final Fantasy 7 where you had to read everything so in theory there shouldn't be an issue with that well I'm I, I caved in and bought it I did on the PlayStation 4 I bought it One Piece? Play- yes I did Oh, why the hell aren't you playing that instead of Great I just Keeper? bought it. I caved in. Uh, oh. Because I talked to Joseph um, yesterday, and he was just talking to me all about the game, and he just goes, Adam, it So what lo- are you doing after this podcast? Because I kind of want to see it. <laughs> I'm not going to get it until Monday. Oh. Oh, okay. I think it's Monday or Tuesday. I thought you digitally ordered it. No, I I was originally going to buy it on my PC because my PC could handle playing One Piece. Sure. But at the same time, like you said before, I'm... If it's a single-player campaign game, I'm buying a physical media copy of it now. Yeah. And I just looked at myself like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Mm. Because from what he says, this is by far the best anime game he has ever played. I mean, the reviews that I was looking at on YouTube, they compare it to, like, Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest. More Dragon Quest. Hmm. I've never played Dragon Quest, so I have no reference to that. But I know what thing, it is. But the thing that he has told me right now, everyone I, who's played this game has said the same thing over and over again. They feel like it's too easy. Ah. Uh, there's no he, difficulty? I, I don't know about that. Oh. But, like, Joseph said that he is about six hours in, and he has yet to have a character go critical or die on him yet. Huh. So, but he says he loves it. Hmm. He said that this is a this for an anime game is a hit. Hmm. And again, if anyone who's like me in the early 2000s playing the anime games, being excited for them and realizing what a pile of crap they are, this says something. Because again, better better than uh, Naruto Ninja Storm. Oh my god. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know, I remember buying that one Naruto game that was like, oh, how would like you describe it? There was parts where, like, it was doing certain things, like, like jumping tree to tree and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden it had, like, a like Street Fighter combat system to it. 
I forget which what, what it was called. Interesting. Yeah, there was two. There was two Naruto games for that. I remember huh. getting frustrated with them. They were okay. I remember playing Full Metal Alchemist for the PS2. That was crap. I never played that. I remember playing the Inuyasha fighting game. That was mediocre. I remember playing the Ghost in the Shell PlayStation game, which was okay. But there has never been like a anime game on besides Dragon Ball Z Fighter. Wasn't there an Ark the Lad game though? I don't know. I think there was an Ark the Lad game for PS2 that I played. Okay. I don't remember. Yeah, but I remember all these anime games coming out, and they were just bad. Mm. They were bad. They weren't great. Hmm. And so... I know they've got a Berserk game. I've just never played oh, it. Oh, yeah, there was a Berserk game. It was kind of like Dynasty Warrior. Ah. Uh, well, that, that the one actually... That I remember. That the one, fits for that series, though. Well, yeah. Yeah, th- yeah. I Because Guts has that big-ass sword, and he's just slaughtering billions the black of people. Blade, and then yeah. he, gets the, he gets the black armor. Yeah. Yeah. So that actually works for that series, I think. Yeah, I've never finished that manga. I need to. I just... I saw the original Berserk from, like, the 1980s or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I've seen. It was from the 90s. There, there was a correct. Lotus War game that a friend of mine was playing for Dreamcast back in the day. Yeah. I never played it, though. I don't know, myself. but, like, from all the anime games that all my friends played, because a few of them are older than me and bought One Piece, and they all said, like, this is the best anime game I've ever played so far. And I'm like, okay. And, again, they're hardcore One Piece fans. Even the one who is not bought it. And he's really digging it. I was just going to ask, what would this game be like for somebody like me who knows what One Piece is now that I've seen one episode, but I'm not really invested in the show yet? Well, again, there's over a thousand would I, episodes. Would I, would I like the game? Um, That's as of right now, every person I've talked to who hasn't played One Piece and who has touched this game because hmm. they love RPGs, they love it. Okay. Just letting you know right now, they love it. Maybe that'll be something I pick up later because I got Forspoken coming out in like two weeks. Well, yeah, again, I don't have Forspoken coming out for me because it's not going to be on the PS4. Yeah. It's only PlayStation 5. Yeah. And I'm probably, I said screw it. I'm just like, I'm going to put in my, I'm going to try to play it because I like, I'm like, I want a good single player game and that looks like it's going to be it. Ah, uh, no, I want to, I, so I guess we're kind of closing this out, uh, but I'm, I'm going to try to finish Stray. Because, again, my goal this year is to actually beat games. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I have a library, and I'm literally going to so. play this game. I'm playing that game. I am going to beat. I have not beaten um, Valhalla yet. Oh. And I need to. Because, again, that is another thing I bought the expansions for. And I really want to play them. Sure. So I need to. Yeah, I don't even know where to start with Assassin's Creed. The last one I beat was two. But 2 is the best one. I beat Assassin's Creed 2, and then I stopped at Brotherhood and was like, "I the game's just taking too long. No, but I, I have every other Assassin's Creed that's ever come out. If, I've got them if all. If gun to my head for Assassin's Creed, Black Flag's my favorite. I sucked at the ship combat in that game. I just love the idea of piracy in, with the Assassins. And then, I, I love that. If I remember right, Assassin's Creed Origins was just very difficult. Yes. I played it on PC and got destroyed. Odyssey was just too big. Never played it. Oh, dude. I have it. It's I never played it. huge, dude. Yeah, you said it was like 70 plus hours? Oh, dude, easily. And it's like, this is huge. Valhalla isn't as big as Odyssey is, but man, dude, there's still a lot to do. Mm. It has that Ubisoft, you know, like all the Ubisoft ploys of like, here, this area, there's this area. You can do all this. It's like, oh, yeah. uh, I'm chill, guys. 
chill. Yeah, I did. I did buy another Ubisoft game, a super old game called Watch Dogs. I got the first one on PS4. I bought it for twelve. I don't bucks. mind the first one, but I mean, like again, like I wanted a physical copy. No, and I get that. But again, like I looked at myself, like man, dude, from that to the the t- two, two, one? two is way better. Two, two is, is just superior in every single way and form. I. I, I heard people say 2 is the best out of all the Watchdog games, but I heard Michael Raparez talk about Watchdog Legions on a podcast last week, and it sounds really cool. It's fun. I haven't, I haven't played it's it. It's a, a dark glimmer of, like, what they were fighting in, well, fighting for in um, the second one in Watchdogs. Right. They failed. Everything yep. they talked about is happening in London. Yep. Where London is, like, this, like, like holy crap, Cameras everywhere. This has happened. Dead set got captured and blamed for a terrorist act, and all this other crap is happening right now. So it's like but authoritarian. Apparently, apparently, you can like recruit people to your oh, yeah, cause. Dude. Oh yeah, dude, you can recruit an old um, MI6 assassin, and she's an, an, a sweet elderly lady with a with a pistol and a silencer, and I love it. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's all I really have to talk about. I mean, like, I would really love your opinion on Legions because I did like it. God, that's in the future. <laughs> I got so many other games that I'm going through. Like, last Sunday, because we didn't record, I worked for two hours. Yeah, that's right. We didn't record because you were supposed to work a full yeah, eight, and you never was, did. No, but they didn't have anything for me to do. I know. I got to work, and I was like, this is going to take me ten minutes. So I stayed for two and a half hours and left at 1130 at night, and I was like, this is dumb. Yeah, I, I So I, I got I home, did. and I, I, put, did it. I put five hours into Cyberpunk 2077, loving that game, but then I was like, I need to beat smaller stuff so I can talk about it on the show. Mm-hmm. So I finished off Jedi Fallen Order. Well, like, I'm just like strain. I said before, my goal is to beat all the Warhammer 40k games that I have. Inquisitor would be my last one since it'll probably be the longest. Probably. Um, I'm almost that. done with Space Marine. Like I'm straight up almost done with Space Marine right now. The Chaos Marines are inbound. The Inquisitor was, you know, the was secretly like, you know, working with the Chaos Marines and all this other crap. So like I'm like I'm down. I'm totally down, so let's do this yeah. kind of situation. And I'm really excited for Henry Cavill to take the Warhammer universe because he's a hardcore fanboy of that stuff. And I think he's going to do real justice with it. Did they say, I don't know, again, I don't know anything about Warhammer. Did they say what character he would be playing? Well, he wants to play, he's going to be playing a space marine. Just a, just a normal space I marine? I think, if anything, he will play an ultramarine. Oh, okay. I honestly think he will play an ultramarine. Again, there are multiple different factions of, like, those space marines. Mm. There's the ultramarines, which most people will recognize and understand who they are. Then you have, like, the Red Crows. You have ones that look like Templars. Hmm. Um, there's so many different style ones. Hmm. So, I think there's, like, a total of, like, nine? Huh. Nine groups, I think there are, like, different style of Space Marines. So, Interesting. Yeah. They each have their own home world and everything. For the, yeah, it's, it's insane, dude. The <laughs> lore is insane. I don't know. My, the lore for this podcast was I was supposed to come in with a gavel. A gavel? Yeah, I was going to bang on bang on the table or something be like, order in the court. I beat Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, I'm going to say, don't you beat my table. It's a nice table. Yeah, no, I, I didn't have a gavel. I do. I was going to do, but it's, it's done. But this podcast is over. <laughs> I have a gavel. So if we record next week, I don't know that we'll have anything new. Um, If I get the One Piece game, I will talk about it. Okay, because... Everything, it seems like everything for Amazon has been delayed. That's why my game is going to take a while to get because yeah. they're already, they already stated on my, e- that when I ordered it, like there might be a delay. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, 
Because, like, Forspoken comes out January 24th. As we're recording this, it's the 15th. But Amazon says I won't have that game till February 8th. Yeah. And then, what, Hogwarts Legacy, I think, is February 15th? And if that, if if Forspoken is that any indication, I won't have Hogwarts, or Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts. Hogwarts Legacy until March. This is like a redneck, like, wizard thing. I'm like, hey, you want to have some scotch darn spells? I tell you what. <laughs> No, it's it's a game where you play as a witch. It's called Frogwarts Legacy. Frogwarts Legacy, I tell you. Come yeah. on down to the swamp. <laughs> choose your house. Instead of a hat, we have an alligator that helps you choose <laughs> which house you part of. Frogwarts, choose your poison. Choose your poison. Yep. Yeah, and you play as, like, Greta the Witch or something. Instead of a wizard wand, we have a wizard gun. Mine's a double-barrel shotgun. Oh, man, I got that on my pre-order list on Steam somewhere, Bullet Witch. There's a game called Bullet Witch that's supposed to be coming out at some point. Bullet Witch is old, dude. It released on Steam April 25th, 2018. Wasn't there a Bullet Witch for the 360 and it came out originally, or the PS3? I think they're remaking it. For real? Maybe. I don't know. I could have sworn it was on a, a wish list of mine or something. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe it's, I like, maybe swear it's to out. God, I just Bullet Witch is, uh, came out in the PS3 and Xbox 360. Maybe I'll have to see if they've got it and play that for the hell of it. Okay. I, yeah. Just for the heck of it, because I, I, for some reason, I thought I had that on us. It doesn't matter. We're getting out of here. What, let's take us out. Um, I mean, let's find something. We can maybe find something for the Warhammer universe. Maybe. I have no idea about Warhammer music. No, I uh, have no clue. Oh, no, it's fine. I mean, like, if not, we can find something from whatever, from Stray that you're playing. <laughs> Yeah, we, we've actually gone out on Stray. Maybe I'll go out on something spooky. Because <laughs> we were talking about uh, witches. But yeah, remember, you can follow us, manadronepodcastpodbean.com, and do the same thing for uh, Gmail if you want to email us, manadrone, yeah. pod, manadrone at gmail.com, I think, or manadronepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I can't wait for Frogwarts Legacy to come out. Uh, yep, Frogwarts Legacy coming to a <laughs> coming to a platform near you. What kind of white trash spells do you think they could cast? Uh, well, there'd be trailer trash where you legitimately just throw garbage at people. Oh, there's, there's gotta be a mud bog in one spell. I tell you what. Yeah, that's just called yeehaw. Truly, a vast fight is over.